Ah. <laughs> oh, it alerts me. Oh, yeah, it alerts. Um, How are you doing this morning? Good, good. I'm glad that the snow didn't get too crazy. I'm really glad it was slushy. Like, yeah. because, yeah, it snowed here, Aaliyah. Again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> like, no, just big never. things of fluffy snow. It was just uh, too much. I'll never but, go back to the snow. I don't know how y'all do it. I can't. I, I mean, if you visit Oklahoma, you'll get snow. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I had enough snow. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you live? I live in San Antonio right now, but I lived in Seattle and then I lived in Reno. So oh, okay. I moved here yeah. running away from the snow. So. Yeah, I get that. I would too. I'm not a cold person. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't, I'm not, I don't like the heat either. So. Uh. Oh no, I like the heat. <laughs> I want to sweat. Really? See, I'm the opposite. Well, I mean, I don't mind sweat. I don't, I'd much rather it be warm. I'm yeah. like 70 degrees, 80. I'm good normal fresh yeah. Yeah. yeah I liked about the 70 degree weather it just is that sweet spot yeah so I keep it about it's 73 in the hot. house yeah I actually keep it about 73 in the house yeah. Dang, I that is my husband I'd be at 80 if I could I'm like a lizard oh I'd be sweating too much that's what, if I have to if I had to take off clothes just to be comfortable in my house then I can't do it yeah I get that well, I mean, we all like to take clothes off at our house anyway, so either right? way, comfortable, <laughs> yeah. but regardless, if, if it was required, what's <laughs> is the thing? Welcome, welcome, welcome. So we're going to go ahead and get this bad boy started. So going to start it off with welcome to the Truly Medicine podcast. I am Jasmine Harvey. And I'm Elia Vargas. And we have Tara Quinn here that's going to join us and tell us a bit about her journey and everything she does in the cannabis industry. We're so excited to hear. She does so much. Thank you. I'm happy to be on. I was super excited when you asked me to do it. I'm like, heck yeah, I'm always open to share my story and talk about it. So I'm super, super happy to be here. Yeah, so excited. So we want to know basically, we're just going to start with the nitty gritty, like how you've come to be within cannabis, like why you, why cannabis is in your life, you know? Yeah. Because there's um, so many different people that do it in so many different ways. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. There is. And, you know, um, it's hard. It's weird. Like when you sit back and you think about like, how did I actually get into this? Um, I mean, I've been a cannabis user since I was 15 years old, you know, yeah. um, I didn't realize I was medicating myself, you know, using it recreationally, but um, seeing, you know, hindsight's 2020, it was definitely medicating myself for ADHD, anxiety, depression, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say like my true cannabis journey started like actually digging into like medical information and things like that, really getting interested about it was probably last February. Well, no, it's been about a year and a half from now. Um, my son has autism. He's seven years old and he was forced uh, pharmaceuticals on him about three and a half. And I started noticing differences in him. And um, I just, somebody approached me and was like, would you open to talking about natural medicine? I'm like, absolutely. And they brought up cannabis. And then as you guys know, cannabis was legalized in Oklahoma. 
Yes. And so, yeah, so I got him his card and it was a really pretty easy process. I'll just kind of go over in scenario, but yeah, so we got his card and that's really where I started getting into like the medical aspects, like what's a terpene, what's a cannabinoid and that mm -hmm. type of thing, because it wasn't just for myself anymore. It was for my son. Yeah. So you had more of like you, yeah, you, it forced, it forced you to look more into the plant itself instead of saying, Hey, I'm just consuming it. Mm -hmm. And when you have, when you have something that pushes you in that direction, it just opens your eyes to so much more that you're able to utilize for this plant. Um, mm -hmm. I know you mentioned your son being on it. Like, how is that journey going for you? It's good. It's good. So I tell everybody like, it's a trial and error thing still like, um, finding consistent products that have consistent medicine and ingredients and strains and stuff like that is probably been my biggest um, hurdle. I was really on to this tincture for a while that he loved and I loved it. Um, and then they discontinue the strain. And then unfortunately mm. those strains don't work, you know, the other strains yeah. work. And so, um, I mean, I'll go as far as to reach out to the company to ask them, but, um, a really big brand that's really helped me is nature's key. Um, they have uh, a yes. five to five, so it's a 25 CBD to five THC. And he takes that like a champ. And I mean, you would have no idea that he was on it. He has a lot of behavioral <laughs> issues from, you know, not being able to communicate. And I'm like, shoot, I'd be frustrated too. If I couldn't get out what I wanted to say. Yeah. So yeah. A lot of that. And as he's gotten older, it's gotten a lot better. Um, cause his communication is getting there, but, um, yeah. So just, just trial and error. I were really onto the battle buddies, which is a product for nature's key. It does not have THC in it. It's like a CBD herbal blend. Mm -hmm. And, um, he's onto that. It's called uh, the battle buddy. And then the 25 to five, um, nature's key gummies. That's what he's currently taking right now. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I hate that. I hate when brands do that. Like they'll change something. And then like, I used this, a CBD cream. So I get like neck, um, like like balls on my neck, my anxiety. Mm -hmm. I've used it for years. And then I finally went last week and they're like, well, we don't have it, but we have this one. It's much better. And it's like, no, like, it's not. No, I want the original. Exactly. Yes. Like, yeah. That's it, it is. And that's where I've me. just started researching on my own. I'm like, okay, you know, there are a lot of companies that will white label for you and things might come up with formulas when you don't have a license and you can work with them. So I'm thinking about Ooh. kind of venturing out to doing that because there's, you know, a lot of people just, so like one thing with the battle buddies, it's a capsule. And so my son won't take a capsule. So I have to take out the capsule, mix some juice with it, put it in a syringe. It's a fight. You know, mm -hmm. I love the medicine though. So there's things like Mitty's refreshers that would be good for him. You know, that's a liquid, you know, there's just, and then you deal with dyes, you know, that, that yeah. hurt, you know, even worse because then you got all the sugar in these dyes and he has ADHD and like red dye really activates wow. with him. So it's just, I have to really, really, like I said, trial and error. That's really what it is. And just looking at ingredients and trusting a brand. So I know it's been such a journey with your son and it's a beautiful journey because I like just watching your journey with him and how you have your own podcast now, um, High Hopes. It's been so phenomenal to see him just flourishing and you all just being in the moment. And I love watching you all, especially your TikTok dances. Thank so you. <laughs> yeah, we've been trying um, to do like TikTok dances. So kind of a backstory on those as his, I really want to get him to like an organized sport or something, something mm -hmm. to be able to, to have to listen to somebody to have to do instructions and stuff like that. And so every time I kind of go bring him somewhere, it's just, 
you know, he's seven and we live in Oklahoma and people are throwing their kids into football at three years old. Okay. Yeah. So he's already, you know, so I feel like he's already kind of far behind and I really don't want to just throw him into a special needs thing because then they just cater to him. I need somebody that's on him. And so, um, I don't even remember where I was going with this. Oh, the TikTok dance. Yeah. So, yeah. So I was like, I'll just start teaching him dances. Like he loves looking at TikTok. I'll just start teaching him these dances and make sure he can follow just instructions and stuff like that. So that's kind of where that came from. And he loves it. He loves watching himself. Like he is so self-absorbed. He's like, oh, let me see myself. I love that. That is so awesome. Like, have you thought yeah. about like doing like the dance classes and stuff too? Because he seems yeah, so- like really into it. So I, uh, and I have a three-year-old daughter too, Jolene, and they are, I mean, it's the perfect pair. I mean, it is, they are not, they are amazing together. They're the best friends. So I walked out the other day into the living room and they were like dancing and he was twirling her and I was like, oh my gosh. And they were both like, you know, curtsying. I was like, oh, I thought, I think I might put them in some sort of like organized dance together. Yeah. That would, would be so good. Oh my the word. Yeah. Awesome. My husband took that when he was young and he says that it, it made a really? big change in his life and his career. So it, it'd be good. It's good for kids to, you know, do other things besides sports or, you know, yes. like performance arts. And it's like you say, it's still organized. They're still getting instructions. There's still, you know, there's still some of the structure to it. So I think it'd be awesome, especially if your kids do it together. That'd be so Yeah, fun. yeah. I wanted to get her in dance and I saw that and I was like, oh my gosh, I could totally be the ballroom dancing mom, like yeah. sitting there. And I would totally go to the recitals. Right? See. I would totally go. Like, give me an invite, please. Absolutely. Yeah. I need to look into it. But I mean, uh, yeah, I think it would be so funny. Yeah, it would be so phenomenal. (laughs) So with your journey with your um, son um, and everything, like, what about yourself? Like, how are you able to consume cannabis? Like, what do you consume cannabis right now for Like your journey? Yeah, recreational to medicinal. Yeah, so um, I'm a huge believer in 1906 drops. So I take those every morning. I have ADHD as well. So I do a genius and a go every morning. Mm-hmm. And I also, I believe in all their products. So I take every one of them. Um, uh, let me think what else do I take right now? I really, I really noticed in the last couple of months of my consumption, like my consumption has gone down quite a bit because okay. I was buying and buying and buying. And I was just almost like chain smoking joints all the time. And I was like, this isn't really medically helping me like using it more for a situation now. Like, um, my anxiety is terrible. I'm in like a middle of a move right now. I'm literally sitting in an empty room, but so like situational stuff, I really noticed like certain strains and things like that, like green daddy perp. I just got some of that from the last year weed event. And that is absolutely my medicine right now. I mean, I will take a couple puffs. It regulates me. It keeps me motivated and things like that. So just, um, depression, anxiety is really what I struggle with. So I just try to be really conscious because sometimes I can oversmoke too. And yeah and so I've realized that the last couple years uh, or last couple months for sure yeah same especially when I'm having like an anxious day I'm just Mm -hmm. like I feel like I need to smoke and then 10 minutes later like well we all need to smoke some more more. (laughs) yeah yeah I just kind of layered I kind of layer now and I just try to like you know smoke the joint you know have my 1906 Mm -hmm. more SO or something like that I'm really getting into RSO the last couple weeks too oh yes are you doing the yeah you got the tasty farm yeah Yeah, I love feel yeah I've been using that too so Aliyah just a tidbit for um also 
send you some magazines too. It keeps slipping away. But we did an editorial of Tasty Farms. It's um, locally here in Oklahoma. And um, the people behind the brand are just so phenomenal. But they, uh, their daughter um, had, a, it's not brain injury. Could, it was um, some type of brain disease. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that um, really affected her. And they got into making their own medicine to help her because all the pharmaceuticals and stuff. So they ended up making also an RSO that is absolutely phenomenal. It's like, it relaxes the body so much. And I've actually woken up with not that much anxiety myself. It's really hard to find a good RSO because I've also been taking like the FICO um, here in Oklahoma from OK Purple, but unfortunately the owner of it passed. So it's just really hard to find it. So hearing that there's another RSO out there that's working is, and then also using it that works well, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah, you deal with I, so I much anxiety. I, didn't, I forgot, like we had talked about it and you had told me about the anxiety. I forgot to follow up with you to see if you still had anxiety. Um, I'm glad that you don't because I didn't get anxiety oh. from it either. Oh, I, I still got really bad anxiety, but it's gone down a little, it's gone down so much, but it's kind of hard to just find my dosage on this new one, just for the simple fact, it's not a full thousand. Yeah. So it's just trying to find my sweet spot. But other than that, it's been good. Just like on a tidbit for people who don't know much about RSO, it's called Rick Simpson oil. Um, It is the full extraction of the plant itself. So you're getting all your cannabinoids, your flavonoids, your terpenes and all of that, but it's going to be like a tar-like substance. And with that, you're able, um, it's been also, it's been put into um, the world more so started out for cancer patients in their journey. But as time has progressed, it has been seen to be utilized across different many forms of any ailment to help. So if you have anxiety and depression and you want and you need that extra step instead of edibles, that would probably be your next step, maybe. But yeah. always go low and slow, please. Um, anybody oh, yeah. that wants to use it, please go low and slow because you'll feel like you're dying if you take more than what you need. Yeah, I feel like you're <laughs> in a different universe. It's like a what a, a or a size of a grain of rice is what mm-hmm. I started the, t- the tip of your nail is what I tell people the tip of yeah. your nail <laughs> I actually started my son on RSO at the very beginning oh wow and yeah. how did yeah I um uh, it was interesting um I barely gave him anything it was just the tiniest tiniest amount but trying to give a kid RSO I mean we all know it's not tasty mm-hmm. and it sticks in your mouth so yes. I, <laughs> I kind of want to get back into that because I really I noticed a difference in myself. So I, I think I'm going to start trying it again, but you have to be careful on dosing that because. Yeah. That's wrong one. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. So if for your, say, so I know your regimen is like the 1906. I also took a genius this morning too. Cause I was like, it's I gotta go. Head. I gotta go. Yeah. Yes. It's a, uh, also, cause I know like you're all the way in Texas. So we keep talking about all these brands. I know. So, um, so 1906 um, is like a pill brand that has like um, um, more than just THC and CBD. It has other um, plants. Yeah, it has other plants in there to help um, to help um, have a synergistic effect. So there'll be it's kind of like microdosing on mm-hmm. the TH, um, THC or CBD. You'll have probably about five milligrams of THC and like two milligrams of CBD. But like the genius that we're talking about has like caffeine in it and stuff like that. That helps. Mm, like like, yeah, helps helps boost you so you can 
like focus. <laughs> yeah. And it really does. Like, it really does clear my head. I don't know. Sure, I just yeah. believe in it and take it. And I don't even ask questions anymore. I'm like, this is <laughs> like, let's just do this. And they have like a nighttime one. And then they have like a bliss one. It's really good for like starter for like actual like issues, like sleeping or, mm-hmm. you know, there's a bliss one and there's a chill one. It's very medical. Yes. You know, like that's how I feel about that brand. So on your journey, Tara, mm-hmm. with cannabis, like how, like, how did you get into the cannabis industry? Like what, what did you start off with and how have you come to like the position you are now? Yeah, it's crazy to think about it. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, it's just, I feel like I've been in it for my whole life at this point, mm-hmm. but so I owned and operated my own business for 11 years. I did eyelash extensions. I went to beauty school and did all of that. Loved it. Um, got into it at the right time and had a really successful business. Um, I moved around. I worked on like in Tulsa and then I moved to Oklahoma city and then I came back. And, um, when the pandemic hit, I'm a single mom and I was Mm -hmm. at home and, you know, I'm self-employed, so we didn't get any assistance. And then we finally like months and months later got, you know, unemployment, but it was like, everything stopped and they legally, I couldn't even go to work. You know, I had people that I knew that were doing it underground in their home. It was crazy, you know, um, you know, bills are still due. And so I sat there and I was like, you know, I'm kind of getting burnt out of this. I've been doing it for 11 years. Like this can't, I mean, my body was suffering from it, like bending over my, yeah, that's, that's kind of position. oh my, so I noticed how bad it had affected my body when I took a break with the pandemic. And when we were allowed to go back to work, I could barely move. It was terrible. I, was oh, like, I don't want to be, I don't want to do this anymore. I was just done. So I started getting online and, um, I just randomly would apply, find, go online and apply to different brands, websites, and just put my resume out there. And I was like, just see who will take an, you know, a chance on me. Mm-hmm. I was looking for like a sales position gig. So I got a call from sublime, which is originally from Arizona and they were here. And I went and met with them and it was wonderful and started with them and had a really wonderful experience with them. I mean, they have a beautiful kitchen. And so I started selling for them and um, I started getting into social media because they were looking for a brand ambassador. And I was like, well, I could just do that. So I secretly just like (laughs) one of my friends, Jay, uh, he really got me into the, to putting myself out there. He um, told me, he was like, just do it. So I started posting myself, you know, and I just was like with the product or going to the kitchen to get in reels and stuff. And they started noticing. And then unfortunately they, um, they went ahead and merged with another company. And so I jumped out and went to uh, media and cause that's really what I wanted to do. It really wasn't the merge of the company. It was just that I didn't want to sell products anymore. You know, yeah. um, they were baked goods and it was hard. Oklahoma is super saturated. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> we went out and, um, got noticed by a company called green social, which is a media company and went with them. And then from there I was a brand ambassador for a distribution. And then uh, James from Herbage, we were doing a, the best of, and we mm-hmm. t- partnered with green social and he was just, we went out one day, you guys invited me to another, one of your podcasts and he was like, I want you to work for me. I was like, what? And he was like, I, you're working for me. You know how James is. He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And so we, we worked it out and I jumped on board and, um, my passion is really within marketing and digital creation and things like that. So it's been a whirlwind. I've only been in the industry for a year. Um, and I've kind of just 
keep leveling up and I really enjoy yeah. it. So I came out, I just feel like I keep talking about myself, but I came yeah, out. That's what you're here for. So I came out with a podcast because my passion for like 10 years is to, or not 10 years. I mean, probably more than that. I love special needs and I love everything mm-hmm. about it. And so with my son, before I was in cannabis, I have a lot of special needs moms because I reached out to other people, not just autism, you yeah. know? And so one of my friends, her son has a uh, terminal illness. It's, it's terrible. And so we got really close and we started talking about the struggles. And I realized that like her struggles were my struggles, even though her son's diagnosis was completely different than mine, you know, yeah. just like going, getting state help and getting resources and like, you know, all of those things. So we started talking about it and I was like, you know, I kind of want to do a podcast, but that was years ago. You know, that was probably like five years ago. And I just was like, I got to do it. I'm just going to do it. So I talked to my friend, Andrew, that runs a sheer weed. And I was like, can you help me with some graphics and stuff like that? And he was like, okay. So my, my plan is, well, I just, I just made my order, but I just, I have merch coming my podcast. I have three episodes. Like I said, I'm all started up again next week. And I've gotten a lot of guests lined up. I'm super, super excited, but just touching on autism and special needs parenting. And then also parenting with cannabis, because like, Mm -hmm. it's, it's weird because like I've had DHS called on me because I smoke cannabis. And so there's a lot of misinformation and you have to be educated because it can be really terrifying having cannabis around your kids if they don't have their card and like what you can legally do and what you can't legally do. And also just like, bridging that gap to talk about it like do you smoke in front of your kids when you're outside yeah. grilling know, yeah that's big yeah you know like and it took me a while because I even talked to a friend the other day I was like I don't even know if I'm ready to talk about how I am in front of my kids but mm. I'm like why because to me and personally like I want them to see that I don't drink anymore I stopped right? drinking like, like, three years ago it. and I'm like I want them to see that mommy is good and she is successful and she's a hustler and she can do everything she wants to do when she's Mm -hmm. while smoking cannabis. Mm -hmm. And so I've really made it my mission just to be super open with them about it. And, um, some people are kind of weirded out by that. I mean, I'm not like just, you know, blowing their their face, face, but I don't, that's what they always think too, that you're just sitting there like, Hey kid, come smoking blunt. Yeah. You want to You know, he never appears high or anything like that. So, you know, it's my mission. That is totally my mission right now to bridge that, that you can parent, you can do that. You can go to a baseball game with a vape and, you know, they calm down. Okay. Yes, exactly. breaking no, that, that stigma because that's how you do it you know mm-hmm. like I have a lot of moms with kids that smoke and that's a big topic you know like the moms that want to hide it and then mm-hmm. I have another friend that you go to her house and she has like the pipes all over the house and she's just like open about it it's like well yeah. we're trying to break a stigma you hiding it from them it's not gonna break the stigma because you're yeah. teaching them like I'm doing something bad I'm gonna go hide and do it you know yeah like, and they're watching and like I mm-hmm. talked to a couple people in the industry about it before I started like when I went through the DHS stuff and I was like you smoke around your kids and they're like no we don't tell them about it I'm like you literally grow process and this is your job but you tell them it's cilantro like they I was like man like and I don't want to tell anybody how to parent by any means but yeah you're doing us a disservice like if you truly do not believe that that is medicine then you know 
Mm-hmm. And why so I was just like, wow. Spend all day, you know, like, why, why do you need to lie to your kids? <laughs> yeah. And then it, just as long as you're transparent, open, you know, like I had a, a client, a client that I used to have for lashes text me the other day. And she's like, Hey, what is this? I found this in my daughter's room. And it was like a empty uh, thing for a vape pen. And it was a vape, a v- empty package for a vape battery. And she doesn't know anything about it. And she's like, it says Durban poison. It's poison. And I'm like, oh no. no, it's not poison. I said, here's the deal. If you want to have heard her to talk to somebody, I will talk to her, but obviously this is not legal and she can't be consuming until she's legal. She can't yeah. get her heard. You know, I was like, she's probably using it for something. She's like, you know, she is on ADHD medicine recently. Uh. Yeah. I was like, you know, she's, she's doing it without knowing it. I was like, talk to her, be open. But obviously like, I don't condone people using it, you know, that aren't legally allowed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And just being informed, like she could, I mean, luckily, like I saw the package, so I know it was from a dispensary and stuff, but you don't know. You what don't know you're where you're getting. getting yeah. Because sometimes they can switch that up, especially if you're a child and they're just yeah. like, oh, I got this for you. But it's like, they can switch that stuff up. Yeah, and concentrates you don't know what you're putting in there. You have no idea. I mean, sometimes I even buy it from dispenser and I'm like, "Mm." exactly. I was like, Can I see that COA, please? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I know you have to. And like, I think a lot of people just start realize it's not regulated like medicine yet, you know, and so we have to be careful. So it's just talking to them. And I I really think that would be really good to just meet parents at where they're at because it is, they're living in a completely different time. Like we need to destigmatize it for them, but we also need to just educate them. I know here in our household um, with my stepdaughter, we've, she knows like it, because Jared, um, fiance grows. So during that process of him growing, we were teaching her like the plant and all of that. But then at the same time, like if there's food in the refrigerator, sometimes like, you know, a baked good, she'd be like, is there weed in this? And I was like, at least you are asking, but no, honey, there is nothing in there. But we also just keep it out in the open because at the end of the day, they're still growing up with it. It's not going away. So you might as well teach them now just in case Mm -hmm. It was like, not just in case, because there's so many, there's so much misinformation out there. And there's so many people that are pushing different things onto our, um, our youngins. And we have to make sure that we're here to teach them the correct way. So if they see you like vaping, or if they see you taking a fat dab, I'm sorry, sometimes we take a big dab, but we don't blow it. Yeah. We're not blowing it in people's faces. We're sitting there. (laughs) Right. but it's like they know it's not something that we're just sitting here doing drugs yeah you know exactly. and if, and if they ask we sit there and it's like well this is this you know what I mean we're not going to be like oh it's like you don't need to know you're not old enough for that it's like no I'm going to explain to you and it, even if it goes over your head I'm going they're to gonna explain it out. to you <laughs> they're going to find out they're going to go ask and they're going to get misinformation so you might as exactly. well be the one that informs them mm-hmm. oh, yeah no it is crazy um Right now that we're dealing with like a lot of my husband's family coming to America from Africa, we're really seeing that because they are from a small city in Africa. So they still believe that cannabis makes you crazy. You know, like it's just mm-hmm. such a no, you, you lose your mind. So now that they're sending their younger kids, they're getting scholarships in America. They're getting curious about weed. It's a big family problem because they're telling them like, well, you know, you're you're allergic. The blood is allergic to to weed. And you're gonna <laughs> oh, go okay. crazy, and yeah. So you know, it's like the kids are just like, I just want to smoke a blunt because that's what I see on TV. You yeah, know? they're like four twenty like, culture. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like having to like have all those conversations with his uncles and aunts and trying to like 
explain to them, but also like the culture is so different, you know, and the stereotype has been there for so long that it's hard for them to be like, oh, okay, so it's not poison, now it's medicine. Yeah, you know? yes. So. And that's when it comes in just like living your life. Whenever I talked to Andrew, my friend, about like making shirts, I was like, just put like mom smoke cannabis on the front. You know, <laughs> He was like, Tara, people are already doing that. He was like, just live your life like you're doing and, and just smoke what you do, you know, just do what you do. And I'm like, yeah, oh, you can just literally do what you're doing and still break a stigma. But that 420 culture, man, that is so toxic. It, it is really, so toxic yeah. for education. Like mm-hmm. seeing Snoop Dogg blow down with Wiz Khalifa so and so many puffs they can take. I'm like, I'm not interested. I'm sorry. That's yeah. out. That's liquor promotion to me like exactly. I don't agree with that and I yeah. and that's what these people what these are what the, these kids are seeing like, they're promoting down and yeah like let's see how much we can smoke and stuff and like don't get me wrong like I'm all for like a party like hey who can roll the yeah. fastest yeah. and we've all and been I, there at some point too like okay cool like if you want to blow down with your friends in your room like I don't care yeah. you know but I'm just saying like that that's not what doing, it is like they could really help us in this fight but I hope they're that not. we have people that come. Yeah, they're not. I just saw the other day they were like on stage, you know, blowing down on seeing you could do as many puffs. And I'm like, yeah, that's, it's cool. that's not good for your, for your, life. no, yeah, it's like, yeah, no. you, you just, and that's not just... medicine, you know, that's it's what I was not. trying to explain to his cousin because he's like, I want some beer and a blood because marijuana's medicine. I was like, no, like, no, oh, yeah, that's just the culture speaking on that yeah. one. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I don't have anxiety and sit here and puff on a blunt and a beer. Like, that's not. Oh, yo, yeah, oh God, I would be. Ugh. I'd be yeah. crazy. I'd go crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it, I think it's just like we have to almost fight that too. And so we do. I think we put a lot on our backs whenever we join this industry too. And it's just, oh, yeah. like, I mean, I know Jasmine and I have talked about it, but like, it's a movement. Like, it's yeah. literally a movement. It's it's a piece in history, and yes. it's it's really hard because I've had to really shut off my normal life like before I got here you know and um like there's friends that I just haven't seen and I've been trying to be good about it but I'm on a mission right now and I am for this purpose and so it's just really exciting because I'm every day I'm like okay what can we do what can we do what can we do and I'm lucky (laughs) to have the jobs and the people that I do around me because I mean it's it's really exciting because we're onto something and I think leaving the having Oklahoma so education driven for mm-hmm. cannabis has really helped a lot of patients. Yeah, very if much. If there wasn't so. snow there, I'd be there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, we'll, we'll clean it up. <laughs> yeah, we'll clean it up. We'll start. We'll start. It's, it's not too soon. Like, don't get me wrong. It's like 70 degrees next week. Do you see that, Jasmine? I'm like, yeah, I'm so excited for the new one. I'm wiping my nose because I have such bad allergies right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been having the pressure headaches from all this weather change. So that's yeah. another reason I had to smoke a lot too recently. Just, yeah, exactly. just, just the weather change. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so what do you have coming up, Tara? Like, what what's some big things you have coming up for the community? Oh man, okay. Um, I'll just tease a little bit because I don't have everything and I want some steal it. But doing things, I want to get back to the 1960s and I want to okay. have and educate okay. in a modern way. Yeah, yeah get at that. But it's coming um, in the next couple months, something like that, a gathering of some sort. Um, I want to really prepare people to enter the industry 
for a job and really know the requirements for it because right now we don't have a lot of valuable sales reps or things like that because mm-hmm. they just don't realize that you have to work, you have to be self-sufficient, you have to get up every day. Nobody's going to be there, you know, telling you what to do or anything like that. So I really want to create something that shows people like the job requirements for certain positions and really figure out who would benefit better in other areas. Because for me, I wasn't good at selling. I mean, I was okay. I sold things with edibles, but it just wasn't my thing. I wasn't like, yeah. I didn't feel like fulfilled and now I feel fulfilled. So maybe I can help somebody transition to something else where their assets can be used. So that's coming up. Um, we've got, uh, April, which is autism awareness. So I'm really hoping to do some stuff then. And then I've teamed up with the Sheerweed team to help them with events, bringing it to Oklahoma city. And then, you know, everything that encompasses with herbage. So yes, it's, uh, it's exciting. There's a lot of things coming this year. So I'm excited to see, um, where I'm at next year in the community too. And just yes. where we've come. I know you got a lot of, that's a lot of exciting things ahead. Know. And you know, I'm, and you know, I'm always here to help. Oh yeah. Girl. <laughs> I'm always down. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. And you know, that's the good thing about it is just like having those people, you can be like, does this work? Would you do this? You know? And that's what it's been really good is finding those people within the industry. You know, you really have to weed people out, no pun intended, but there is so people that bring you down and put a front on. And it's just mm-hmm. like, you've got to just, you just got to look straight and drama and cancel culture and all that I mean it's almost like we're many it's like a mini celebrity thing like you know in the cannabis industry Mm -hmm. and it's just like tabloid shit and it's like yeah I didn't do that I didn't see that I was there that didn't happen yeah like what how did this how did it can derail you so fast I mean yeah you know like just to derail us in our personal lives too like Mm -hmm. you know really question what we're doing but I'm just at this point now where I'm like screw you I'm on it yeah you get some sort of target on your back when they find out that you're you're in the community or you're advocating for cannabis you know like isn't it weird yeah like I was hiding from my family for a long time and so I was like fuck it you know like you guys need to watch this podcast you guys need to educate yourself and I shouldn't be embarrassed you guys should be embarrassed because you guys (laughs) are the ones that know nothing you know like yeah because like um so I started openly like smoking on my my page or whatever about a year ago and I'm not kidding like to this day I still get anxiety when I post it and right. like, I'm not super open on my Facebook just because Facebook uh takes things down a lot faster and right. it's like all my family and stuff and it, I'll post things every once in a while but I'm not super uh, out and open like it's oh, obviously weird, aware yeah. that I do but it is weird because I'm yeah. like this is and then like, you feel weird for feeling weird because you don't like, feel why like do you're I feel weird. Bad. Yeah, like you're feeling upset because you feel weird about the situation. It's like I shouldn't be feeling weird right now. Like this exactly. is exactly <laughs> like I, mean, I should post pictures of me obliterated drunk. You know, and I'm like, but I can't post me just chilling at the park, smoking a joint. I know. And then your smoke clouds are always pretty. So I mean, (laughs) right? Like smokes are so pretty. I love the smoke clouds. I know, me too. Yeah. Watching people taking shots. (laughs) Yeah. So I think it's just like, and that's why I try to be careful because like parenting and stuff. And I'm like, you got to tell your kids about it. But I'm like, okay, everybody has to do it in their own time. Mm -hmm. Just be aware that we have to be in this together and talk about it. Yeah. So I try to be patient, but sometimes I'm like, what, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) I gotta understand. Yeah. And the special needs aspect of it, man, there's just, I mean, so many terminal and terrible illnesses out there that people, that kids are on opioids for, Mm -hmm. and it's not a good quality of life. It's worse. 
you know, it is, it is, they're getting addicted. They're getting immune to it. It's like, it's a sick thing. And there could be a, there cannabis could help so much damaging more. other organs because yeah. you know, all the medications you're taking are either affecting your pancreas or your mm-hmm. something like it's, you know, like they can help you with one thing, but they're going to target something else. And so. I think I just, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but like, if I have an addictive personality anyway. So like if I go take it, not even that I'm addicted to it, but I just go everything in excess. So I'm like, I need an ibuprofen. Okay. I need four, you know, not just one or a two. And I I ignore all those signs. And then I was telling Jasmine the other day, like about a a year and a half, two years ago, I found out I had an autoimmune disease in my liver. It just by a random uh, blood routine, you know, it's, um, it's called what is it called? PBC or something. I can't pronounce it because it's some medical term, but basically the bile in my liver doesn't, it's like a sludge and it doesn't break down any enzymes. So my liver had already gone into cirrhosis. Like I had no idea and all the stuff. And so I started really getting into that, that as well, you know, just looking into different medical properties that can help with it because I was like, okay, I'm taking these pills, but every morning I wake up and feel so nauseous. Mm-hmm. I feel like I either me they're pregnant or I'm hungover every single day, like random parts of the day. I'm like, I asked the doctor, I was like, can you, can you do anything? Is there another medication? He's like, well, I can give you Zofran. I'm like, yeah, oh, I don't want another you. pill. Yeah. You know, yeah. And so I'm excited for the education to come up because I'm still like, okay, what do I take? And then some people will refer to me to, to DA and then I hear controversy over that. And so it's just mm-hmm. doing your own research and listening to your body. Yeah. Yeah. Trusting your gut, you know, like a lot of people are into DA, like you say, like me personally, like I don't mess with DA. I don't have, if you take it, I don't have anything against it, but like I always tell people it's what you feel, you know, like Mm -hmm. what you feel, you, you feel comfortable putting in your body. Mm -hmm. Like I think it's like, I would love to talk about DA one time with you guys, but it's like, I, I ran into somebody recently and they were talking about it and they're from Washington. They were telling me a story there about how they got a it was, it's illegal there because of a, a certain reason or whatever. And he was saying that you to extract DA, you have to use battery acid. Yeah. Or, it's synthetic. It's, it's a yeah. synthetic process that they do for DA. And even, I don't know, I was talking to my friend, she's a biologist and she's like, even though I'm not totally against synthetic, it still doesn't sit well with me that we're doing synthetic. plant medicine. Why are we doing synthetic with it? Exactly. Yeah. That's where I kind of go with it. And I took one the other day because I, now don't get me wrong. I've taken D8 before and it's helped me in small doses. Like I felt like when I took it with a, with an edible, I didn't have any, like a anxiety with it, mm-hmm. but then I took some D8 the other day and I felt so dumb. Like I could really? not even like, I just felt dumb. I don't even know how to describe it, but I just felt different. And I was like, I went to my friend's house and I was like, it was 10 milligrams and I'm like a hundred milligram, you know, THC. And I yeah. was just like, I'm not taking this again. I was like, I can't even form freaking conversation with you right now. Oh, wow. And so then when that guy told me with the battery acid and I'm like, it's just kind of like a BHO thing. Like, can you really get butane all the way out? Can you exactly. really get battery acid all the way out? Like, exactly. why are we having a plant and we're, we're, mo- we're, it. we're yeah, mm-hmm. it's exactly. natural. Let's keep it natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No, it's. Yeah, <laughs> because I because it's the new thing here in Oklahoma. Yeah, it's the new thing, and everybody's all into it. And so I'm yeah. glad that you kind of feel the same way because I was kind of like that happened because they won't legalize THC in Texas, but we got kratom, we got DA, we got so all kids are buying all this DA from the gas stations and stuff. And I'm and just even like, then the gas station <laughs> either way you should be buying CBD. Oh man, when I walk in no, the all that in the gas station. That's that's what's selling it in Texas because there's no dispensaries. 
What is, okay, I have a question. So in Texas, like I know people that have cannabis businesses there. So what is the loop? Is there a loophole or something? Like you can get your card? You cannot? It's just CBD. Just CBD. Okay. Okay. They have a medicinal card for people that have like super terminal cancer, but you get like 0.5 THC. Like it's, it's stupid. Isn't it like 1% is a felony charge or something? Yeah. The, the, all the CBD has to be a, it can be above 0.01% of THC. It's, it's, it's stupid. It's, it's very stupid. And I, I don't know if Texas legalized though. Like huh? it would, it would change. If Texas legalized it, it would change. Oh, everything. it would change the game. It oh, it would change, change everything. Like how do you would be a whole get all this? You know, we have a lot of veterans. We have an old community. Like they're so against it. Like when I was Close managing the, the yeah. store, they'd walk around and like bless me and like shake their heads and all this stuff. I was just like, yeah. Like, oh Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's hard. It's still hard in Texas, even though the younger community is pushing it more outside of the big cities. There's mm-hmm. still a lot of people against it, you know, living mm-hmm. in living in the sticks and those are the ones that you know are out there with their racist flags and boating mm-hmm. and their guns and so yeah it's horrible it's, uh, yeah it sucks that's the only thing that is we're sick of texas about but i know, you know. that's also a big a big one too because <laughs> you need yeah that's it's a big for me because i literally like i need thc and cbd for anxiety for ibs for depression to sleep yeah so it's like, I got to go find illegal and then they never really know what they have. And then they're just like, oh, we got this super flower kush. I'm like, that doesn't exist. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, like, no, I need the actual like cultivar. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Back in the day, if it was green, I was excited. But now. Right? Like, yeah. Now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, How do you medicate with IB for IBS? I'm super curious about that. You- IBS. I use a CBD from this okay. uh, lady that I know from Serbia. She grows her hemp in Serbia. So I really like her oil and THC. Like I'll smoke a little in the morning at night and it kind of helps with all the, like you get like crampings in your intestines. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like smooths them out. Cause if not, I got to take benzos and they make me all like loopy. Yeah. I have a couple of friends that have IBS and um, they're kind of the ones that I was talking to you about it. And uh, so do you, do you have food allergies too? I don't. You don't? Okay. I mean, they go up and down, you know, when IBS, sometimes I could eat dairy, sometimes I can't, okay. sometimes I can eat, sometimes I can't. So it just kind of depends on my mood and my stomach's mood, I guess. But CBD is my main, like I need CBD and then okay, I okay, pair okay. it with the THC. I wasn't sure what to tell her and stuff like that. And that, that's kind of and what a I good would... oil, a good CBD okay. oil, because I've tried a lot and- not all, not all of them help okay cool i'll definitely reach out to you and get some more information on that That's yeah exciting. i'm glad that you found something that works yeah but, but like i say it's hard you know like here i gotta go find dealers and i literally have to go and look at their flower because you know they're not they don't know what they're selling you know yeah. i can't fuck with sativas because then it's like you gave me 10 lines of cocaine so <laughs> i like, really go see smell the flower and then i go like, like, terpene and he's like, like What's yeah terpene? no they yeah. don't know they're like, oh, this is exotics from California. I'm like, okay, what do you mean by exotics from California? I know. I forget about that. Crazy. I missed the black market. I missed running over to Jim Bob's house. And- 
getting into an awkward conversation and be like, dude, I'm just here for the weed. Yeah, just like I don't need you to tell me about your life story. Just hand hand over. I mean, you gotta hang out there for ten minutes, so it's not weird what? that you go in and out. Like, yeah. oh man, <laughs> it was so it's it, it was an experience. It was. It was. At least the guy here at the gas like, stations, right? Yeah. Meet at the gas station. Uh, at least uh, my fr- the one we get it is my friend, my husband's friend from wrestling. So it's not as weird, but it's still like, you know, he has it hidden in like a big like auto man and he like opens it, pulls out. It makes you feel weird, you know? It's yeah, like, it makes you feel like, weird. Okay, but I'm going to go get my ibuprofen down the street. Yeah. That'd be weird. Uh, and I have like the smell proof dispensary bags. So I always take them with me. And he's like, where did you get that? I'm like, I need to put yourself into the dispensary yeah. bag for the smell proof bag. Like, Why don't you look it up? Just look up on Amazon, smell proof bag. <laughs> yeah that's funny in here we don't even have to worry about it I've just come so accustomed to it I went to a like festival for my kids in the summer and it was like a just you know they had like booze up and stuff and I'm thinking like where's the dad bar (laughs) find a dad bar in here come on I'm ready you know and it's weird I'm like y'all don't have cannabis here What is this? Fine, I'll do my own cannabis over here. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, it's weird. I know that Jasmine can probably relate really well. Like I'll just be at brunch and like, oh, there'll be a way I'll walk outside and just smoke a joint and people are like, but it's just so normal to me because that's yeah. just the life that I live now. And like the community, yeah. I'm around, you know, we just smoke wherever. I mean, as long as it's, you can smoke a cigarette and the, the property owner says you can, you can. Yeah. I mean, as long as you're being respectful at the end of the day and you're not causing any harm to anybody, I mean, what what's the deal? Yeah. I mean, people be sitting there smoking cigarettes outside of restaurants and stuff. Like, what's right? <laughs> Exactly. And those smell way worse. Ugh, yeah. I hate walking around people smoking cigarettes. <laughs> no, I just moved into this house and like somebody, I think, smoked like a couple cigarettes before they left or something. Oh. Smelling it. And so I just been <laughs> smelling, smoking cannabis. Oh, I'm covering like, up the smell. <laughs> You're like, how can I get this out? Yeah, I'm like, blowing on the couch. <laughs> I hate that smell. And I was a smoker for like 10 years. I was know? a smoker too. Oh, yeah, when you're done smoking cigarettes, after when you start smelling it, and you're like, yeah. yeah. And you're like, oh God, why did I used to do that? It was like I a bad hangover. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <sighs> you're no, like, I should have done that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like regretful. Like I smell, like everything smells regretful right now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All I smell is regret. <laughs> yeah. Miss Tara, so you've come such a long way on this cannabis journey, and if you're still going so far, like you're raising the bar on so many things, and you're so phenomenal. Where can people find you, and how can people listen to your podcast and everything? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. My personal Instagram is hi, H-I-G-H. It's Tara, and we spell my name with two R's, T-A-R-R-A. And then have um, underscore high hopes is my podcast Instagram. And then you can find my podcast on Spotify. Just search um, high hopes and put autism. It usually pops up and then it just has like a little crossing the fingers um, graphic. Mm -hmm. But yeah, check it out. And then, like I said, I'll be rolling out way more episodes here coming soon. I just have three available at the moment, but just really talking to people in the community. And I'm really excited. I think it's going to be a really cool year um, and really breaking those stigmas and really getting people to talk openly. Yes. And I'm really looking forward to all of that. Thank you. Especially the events you have planned. Yes. I'll tell you, I'll give you all inside info. Yes. I'm excited. If I'm not too fat, maybe I can go. (laughs) 
Are you pregnant? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, well, what are you doing? Eating cookies? <laughs> so, <laughs> so if I'm not too big. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to go out on a limb and ask her if she's pregnant. <laughs> that or she has body dysmorphia. Then we'll talk about that. <laughs> then we'll talk about that in another episode. <laughs> if I don't get too fat in five months. <laughs> Yeah, the diet. May June. That's in my in my wheelhouse. So yeah, I'll definitely let you know because I would love for you to be able to come and I'll just even bounce ideas off of each other because we're community. It's not just one person doing things. I'm not just one person, you know. Yeah, no, that'd be fun. I love it. No, awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. Like I've learned so much. I love listening to stories, especially with kids. You know, like mm-hmm. I love when parents like take that step and worry about you know their kids and take the pharmaceuticals away because I hate pharmaceuticals. <laughs> so thank you, thank you for sharing that and everything else you do. Thank you, and hopefully you. I can be there and meet you guys in person. <laughs> yes, yeah, I appreciate you guys. Soon. Thank you so much, Tara, and you know we'll be in contact soon. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys. I appreciate you guys having me on. I really, really appreciate it. I really appreciate you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Now I'm going to move and get this smoke.